Hello and welcome to the. Are we gonna we're gonna sandwich in like this? I feel like this is like maybe. Is it a lot? Do you feel claustrophobic? What do you mean? Right What's sandwiching? I guess I'm chilling. I guess I'm chilling. I feel bad. I feel bad for Noah. I feel like he's I don't been want to... he's been sandwiched in this room this entire I've been time. Nice and cozy, you know what I mean. Yeah, like he's been getting real there. soft okay. between those buns, you, dude. You see right? I just right between those two buns. The reason I say that, buns. yeah, yeah. The reason I say that those is those nice cheeks. <laughs> I do know. Oh, you're the sausage, and we're the we're the buns. We're the buns. Are you toasted, Nathan? Um, I like my buns toasted. Yeah. Hell yeah. If I were you, though, Noah, I would not do this. I would not sit in the middle of uh, two people and go on my computer. I need my space. Is it because you have fragile masculinity? No, it's because he he doesn't know what it's like to share a room. That's Don't, why. Yeah, exactly. Why. What a loser, dude. I literally am at my desk. Honestly single room privilege or is that the right well, word? Actually, solo, room, I, solo room privilege is yeah. no well, do you actually have been sharing a room do i relate to solo okay well, yeah well, for, that's, for a year oh with emily yeah noah do you feel like solo room privilege is a thing some of my friends like these fools you could you could just feel it breathing out of them like you I, guys have I clearly never shared a room thing. like the people oh shoot actually i want to say a story what <laughs> okay i like i, the, I want tmi okay the certain people in my past you know yes. have have reacted negatively when they're like ew your brother's seen you naked ew yeah that's weird i mean me and nicholas and i was, I was like i was naked. like you guys i could feel the solo room privilege like seething out of you like that's weird dude i'm like yeah that's because privilege dude i don't know why you guys had solo i mean had to share a room when there was literally that game room for all those years like before nicholas was born it made zero sense like someone should have had that room like that doesn't make zero sense that you guys shared a room up to until be nicholas being born it was like it's a lot of work and two like we cared about having our own room but at the same time it's not that much of a priority i i'll be honest i i don't care about having my own room <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Because it's when it's all you've ever known, you don't really care that much. It's like, oh, it sounds nice in the future, but yeah, it, you know. I have this thing where, like, if I'm at home and I'm at the desk, and even if Emily just comes and like sits next to me, I'm like, I can't do it. I literally have to have like literally like arm's length when I'm working at a computer, yeah. or at least at home, pretty much for a long amount of time with my dual. You monitors. also have a bigger room than us. Yeah, it it is it your, is your solar room is and without the two bigger. beds, without two beds, you even have a bigger room. closet than me. You know, there's a lot. Of, it's not fair. Yeah, more but you guys it. literally mm. have that game room though. That was like with the open. It, wait, isn't no one still using that? Isn't Nicholas moved downstairs? No, Nicholas is still is sleeping he, in my parents' room. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, but eventually he's gonna sleep in there, right? We we're we're not moving him downstairs. Yeah, downstairs room is like for like guests or something. I don't know. But that doesn't then, make sense though. Well, I think I think I will say this. Like, I think a lot of it has been like put on hold until we figure out what law school I'm going to. Because it's not guaranteed I'm gonna be living here right. like next year. So would it make sense to move everything just for you to move? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been there's been a lot of different solutions though for you guys not to share a room. And so I feel like pulling the card. But I think that's a mis yeah. I think that's a misinterpretation of what it is, because like sharing a room isn't inherently like a problem unless me or noah feels like it's a problem but i feel like it really hasn't been a problem when it's like our entire life has been a shared room experience yeah 
I'm starting to see that. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, but you're calling it single room privilege, and it simultaneously, is privilege. it is a privilege. You, you have a shared room option. It is you a have privilege. a single room option. It is a privilege. It's for sure think, a privilege. I yeah. I just think that. I, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say because it's an option now that we like, oh, well, like then why do you not have single room privilege? I think it was an option for you guys when you were growing up. Was it I, not? No. Really. Not, not in mic, our old house. By the way, what, do you want to do not, a mic? Not in our old house. We could, we could, can we, can we uh, add in a mic on the fly right now? I'd have, to, have to, I'd have to restart the recording. Okay. We want to, or no, we don't want to do that. Wait, do you, we're, no I mean, been talking how long so are you, much. how long are you going to s- be playing Noah? We'll just put a mic right up like on your an hour? face. I was kind of playing on like, this was my night. Okay. Wait, do wait, you want to be on, on the podcast? Yeah, we could just, just have a well, mic. Just well, have a he mic will be ready. a feature, but we could just throw one in front of his face. Like, yeah, exactly. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to add in. Let me, let me, let me adjust this right now. What's up, Christian? It's gonna be crazy to. Um, this isn't like an official Noah feature. It's just he's he's just literally here, here and we he's just decided to quite include literally him. the hot dog in between us. Like it's actually saying. no longer just Christian anymore, Noah. Oh, there's uh, like there's like some we have some regular like guests now. Not regular guests, but like regular like listeners that beyond Christian. I know nothing about. Is this. it your your girlfriend? Yeah, she's one of them. Okay, what's up? There's also Brittany and. Have you met Andy. her yet? Uh, nah, dude. You haven't met Sophia <laughs> nah, I yet. Haven't. Have you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You've met her already. Yeah, dude. I met Nathan, her like, like weeks ago, has like, like two this weeks whole, ago. Like, he has like this whole like no family policy because he's like scared of screwing it up. Can you believe that? <laughs> A no family policy. Yeah, but he's like cool with like her being. Yeah, like, but like, his but friends. like, it's family up to like the second cousin because that's kind of like you know that's no, more like, like yeah yeah because it's that's like, like that's like a it's, that's, if it's too like, immediate you know what i yeah, mean like, like a second cousin was coming second into play. Co- well second cousin is kind of like that's where you could begin to consider to date them you know what i'm saying we're not really considered <laughs> family anymore it's like he's on his al- it's like it's like it's like you know. first cousin it's like oh she's she's like no she's family dude that's kind of gross but second cousin you're like mm? Oh, oh. Mm, I mean, she's, maybe she's maybe, looking. I don't even. Dude, that's like a. That's like a second cousin's. Like you know, maybe it's only like one birth defect, so it's pretty chill. They might. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Know. White like, people don't have second cousins. I've never met a second cousin. I don't even know what that is. That's just called Emily. Do we have second? Cousins? Do we have cousin. second cousins? Oh, is, is it once removed? Is that what's the real the real like terminology? You didn't hear that. I said. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, do we actually have a second cousin? Sorry. Yes, we do. Who's our second cousin? Um, like Uncle Winston's kids. Oh, and right, have they right. met Sophia? Um, well, they, they, like I, I wouldn't want to like put my second cousins around me because that could be like competition to Sophia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't want right. to don't want to mess with the nature. You, you know don't, what I'm saying? Yeah, like you don't uh, bring another girl on your date. Yeah, you don't you don't no, bring like no. a you don't bring like a a, a love interest like a, I a thought former you love interest on your dates. You don't yeah, do that. You don't bring in. Yeah. It's you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like. I always thought it was Why like... Why do you introduce your girlfriend to, like, your single girl best friend? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a little... That's a little dicey. It's a little dicey, you know? When you I date a new that. girl, it's like I assemble... I have done that. <laughs> uh, wait, have I? Wait, wait. I went over in Joke World. <laughs> I went over in Joke World still or Real Didn't World. I thought you did. I don't know. Real, stupid. Re- in the real world. I guess... Yeah, I guess that did happen in the real what, world. I'll tell you what For I did. For a second, at least. For a second with uh the previous yes. one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Well, what I do typically is when I start dating a girl, I just take a panel of all my exes and line Mm -hmm. them up and then just bring them in and just pure, just uh, questioning cross examinations. Yes. We just put them on the stand and yeah, yeah, we just, and then if she doesn't make the cut, she goes on to the council. 
Exactly. And right. it's a pretty great way of doing things, honestly. <laughs> it's just a really good democracy, you know? It's kind of grown. It's yeah. like a Rick and Morty thing where, you know, I go and grab my Rick. You know, it's just like going like into Your the council. Rick? Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Your Rick? <laughs> Have you watched Rick and Morty, Nathan? Rick and Morty. No. <laughs> it's really great. It's like there's like a million different. I feel like, like this is the only thing I know about Rick and Morty is that I feel like there's like almost like a stereotype of like the kind of guy who watches Rick and Morty. Is that is am I right or am I wrong? I've never heard of a stereotype of a guy. Noah, isn't there like I yeah. feel like there's a persona. Like there's a There perceived- is kind of, but I, I also like <laughs> to be fair, I think that a lot of the Rick and Morty fan base is also just like stoners. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. They're it's like, like stoners and they're like Definitely. That's definitely I don't know it. much about it, but I know there is definitely a stereotype of There's that. okay, because there's like two stereotypes though. Because there's like the the stoners that just like watch Rick and Morty and then there's like the other actual stereotype of Rick and Morty fans where it's like the people that are like into like alternate universes and they're like nerds mm. and they wear Rick and Morty shirts. Mm. You know? I think the Rick and Morty yeah. merch is almost dope. like theater kids of STEM kind of beat. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do you think yeah. the Rick and Morty merch is cringy? I think it's I think it's pretty cringe. I'm not going to lie. I think I it's like, cool. I think they have like one of the best merchandise in the game. Like, it depends like, on what shows. you're wearing, obviously. Yeah. But the one I'm thinking of in my head is very, it's like middle school vibes, you know? I've not seen That's that. The one I've only seen of. like, it's like a cool brand where I'm like, I always used to see like Pickle Rick on stuff and Rick and Morty on stuff. And it, I was really drawn to that art style. I guess it just depends on like. I never associated it with like a, being a nerd or whatever or that. Maybe it's because you are one of them. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's why. Yeah, maybe. I think that actually probably is it. I haven't bought any Rick and Morty merch yet, but I actually think it looks good. So maybe I am uh, a nerd. Yeah, I think you are. Bro, Sorry, so this Saturday I go and I go to LA. And so Teddy Fresh, which is the clothing I'm wearing right now, which is the H3 podcast that I listen to. Like, um, They have a clothing company called Teddy Fresh. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a pop-up on Saturday. And like I really like the clothing brand, and I really like uh, you we know, were, the we crew. Were, we were in uh, L.A. Like you know, it's so funny. Similar. We were planning yeah. on going to the H3 pop up shop and then going to the Van Gogh exhibit. That was our plan. So we were in L.A. at the same time. We were in L.A. at the same time, and we both had the intention of going. Did to you the know Van I was Gogh. in L.A. like four days in a row? <laughs> really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, we had like a family trip to like Oxnard. So for one day, I, was, I drove. When you drive to Oxnard, you pass through L.A. for one day. Then on the way down, which is the next day, I had to drive past down. Then on Friday, I took Soph on a date on like um, Hollywood Boulevard. So that's Friday. And then I Saturday, was on I was Hollywood like, Boulevard on Saturday. And then Saturday, I was at the Van Gogh. So it's four days in a row. I was going to ask you about the Van Gogh too, because we're still planning on going to it also. And yeah. so was that good? You want to talk about that first? How was the Van Gogh exhibit? It's like the the images I see are it's like a whole like floor to ceiling Van Gogh exhibit. It's pretty interesting. I want to hear your thoughts about it first. <laughs> no, it was there, there too. too. No, oh, okay, that's it was great. like a family kind of thing. Oh, okay, that's great. Um, I feel like it really depends on the person. Mm. If it's like if you will enjoy it uh, as much as uh, they make it seem like. I really you like will. that actually. Yeah. There's a little yeah. uh, uh, poster over there with different Van Gogh oh. pieces. That yeah. was cool. Noah bought it from the. He bought it. How from much the did that cost? uh it was actually like nine bucks oh yeah, yeah that's well priced bad. Yeah, well yeah. priced i think it depends like i mean everything else on the was person like overpriced that was like the yeah. first thing that was did they have any actual van gogh paintings there no just it was just the uh, it's digital. all like digital yeah and so did you enjoy it 
I thought it was a very calming experience. I liked it. Um, but I do think that I enjoyed the auditory portion of the experience over the visual portion. Wow, that's a big claim. Yeah. That's I think that interesting. That's, I think that's very in line with your character, though. Yeah. Well, how did you is, think? What did is, you think about it? I personally really enjoyed it. I agree with Nathan that it is like sort of a one-time experience sort of thing. But I, I also think that um, it was like thirty of, bucks, right? I think that that's what I saw. I think it's like fifty. Actually, it's pretty expensive. Actually. Do you think it's yeah. worth the fifty? Uh, I, I think it depends on the person. I think some people will think it's worth. I the would 50, say it was. De- it was worth the fifty. It was some like people, right on the cusp of that. Some of people like, will like say it's five not. bucks, ten bucks more. I'd say probably not. Yeah, it depends but, on you. It, it really depends on the person. Like, sorry, I could. I cut you off too. Yeah. with what we were saying. You're were, you were saying that you liked it though. What are you talking about? Oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I liked it a lot, but I think that I'm also, in terms of art, I think that Nathan's a lot more auditory and like, obviously I do appreciate like music as one does, but I also think that visually, I think that. I just thought of this right now. Always been pretty freaking dope to me, man. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's, that's cool. What out of, what out of those five uh, art pieces do you like the most from Van Gogh? All five of those were shown at the exhibit, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Um, I think I like. I remember the part they played the red one. That one was it was very calming music. I think I, really I like the it. top one with the flowers the most, the sunflowers. I really like that one. For me, like I'm grading each one of those like based on like the music they played along with. It. <laughs> what? Why? Because it was a big it part it, of it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Van Gogh write the music? No, but then get the fuck out! I'm just kidding. But I, I, I mean, it felt more like the experience felt more like a, I don't know, like a mental like cleanse rather than like, uh, like an immersive experience in Van Gogh's art. Uh, it was more like, like yeah, it felt like more like one of those like, kind of like visiting like a planetarium. You know what I'm saying? Where like you mm-hmm. like go into those like, those like constellation rooms or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, um, it was that vibe. It was yeah, that vibe. it looks. Interesting. But the thing is, I'd rather go to a planetarium. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I had way more fun going to like planetariums than that. But that's a very vague. Do you answer, think that but, you could have yeah. got the same experience with like a pair of VR goggles, VR headset? No, obviously not. I mean, yeah, they have a really cool setup in there. But did uh, the screens look good? Did they look as good as it does on it's photo? projectors? They're projectors. They're projectors. Yeah. They're pretty good though. Yeah. Are you like making a shadow as you're walking over it? Yeah. Well, if you if you stand right in front of the wall, you will, because the projectors the, are on the ceiling. Yeah. I thought it projects to the floor. It I does project on. The it floor does too. Well. There's there projectors. Are you shadows and you're in it. In your, it's like shadows appear. Uh, they're not noticeable really. Only if you unless, walk yeah, unless right you're literally in standing front. on the wall, like with yeah. your back against the wall. You're not gonna have a shadow. Oh, that's which is pretty, that's cool. Which is pretty good. I didn't know they could do that with projectors. Yeah, I don't I don't know how science works. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that alone is kind of what intrigued me. Is like the whole projector system or whatever. I would I will say I think for me the night before was more fun than the Van Gogh, which well, was what was the night before Juice World premiere. Yeah. How was that? It was. I mean, obviously, like I love Juice. Did World. you cry? No, I didn't cry. I don't cry at like. Was it like anything, a sad though. vibe though? In it? Yeah. There was a crying. They showed, like, they showed like his drug use and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
So, but was it good? I don't think it's meant for everyone, to be honest with Is you. Is it like the Blackpink movie? No, no, it's not. But 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 movie or but but this is where it's similar to the Blackpink movie is that it's not like a documentary that has like a narrative or cuts to a lot of interviews. It's not like Thirteenth, you know. I think we've all seen Thirteenth because they keep showing it at school. But um, oh well, you will. What is Thirteenth? No, I I I was supposed to. I wrote wrote a report. Thirteenth is like the. uh, Oh, did you? (laughs) You BS it, huh? It's um. I looked up the uh the synopsis. It's like about like mass incarceration and yeah it's like i know what it's about obviously. i think i've seen it like three yeah. times because it's been like required like watching or whatever for like is it good classes. is it worth it should i watch yeah it, it is good 13? but I, but what i'm saying yeah. is oh yeah what i'm saying is it's it? not <laughs> what are you saying You're what i'm saying is it? it's not like that kind of documentary where like they're cutting to like you know like a narration voice or like interviews like it's basically like interviews for the first and last part of the documentary and the entire middle is just like assorted cl- clips of juice world so kind of is like the black so that's movie. why i said it's similar yeah so like there's no that- like there's not a lot of like storytelling it's just like if someone who didn't like juice world would they have like a similar experience to someone who didn't know black so in the black so Pink? this is so i i i don't know because i felt like I really enjoyed it. Obviously, I was going to enjoy it no matter what. But I could see, like, someone not liking Juice World, like, being very bored. But then, obviously, my girlfriend, like, doesn't really listen to Juice World. And she really liked it. So, I I don't know. That kind of threw, like, a little, like, cog in the wheel. But then she also might just be saying that because <laughs> <laughs> there's a correct answer. Dude, that should be, like, a <laughs> test. Like, you should just be, like, one day, you should just be, like... Hey, let's watch this movie, and then you put on the Black Pink movie. Wait, she likes Black Pink though, right? No, she doesn't like. K-pop. Perfect. But she so listens to the test. podcast, so she already knows. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, well we'll cut this out. No, I'm just kidding. To but, be fair, I think that she'd she, like she'd literally say like almost word for word like that was it was good, just like not my thing, you know. Yeah, but no, she liked Juice World though. Like she legitimately was like, you "Oh, have I like to this play part. her so, the so Black Pink movie." But I'm not sure if yeah, she's saying to, that uh, because she's like, "Oh, like in her mind, she's like, oh, my boyfriend like went all the way out of his way to take me to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't. How was that theater? How was the theater? The Chinese theater. Um, it was kind of underwhelming. Really? To be honest, well, because old. I think that's why I didn't take into account was that it's old. But then. See, we got we got seated next to this one random guy who's like clearly like a film head, and this guy like told me he's like honestly like, like you have to see a movie at like the main theater of the Chinese theater. Like apparently like we got assigned to one like the side theaters they have. Oh. So he's saying like the main one is like the one that looks like good. That the photos are of and everything. Yeah. So did you I, think you were gonna uh, be in the main theater? No, but I was just honored. But it's to so even cool. Watch yeah. One, like, even inside. yeah, being there yeah um but yeah so i don't know if she was just saying it's good because i went through like so much effort that to take her be, there and it's like a whole a date factor. and everything yeah like what's she gonna say it's bad like after like you're at the your Chinese boyfriend like took you to LA. all this yeah like yeah on the walk of fame and stuff like what are you gonna do like tell him like oh it sucks i know she's listening if she but... says the black pink movie is good then you know that <laughs> she's know. lying <laughs> oh but then the thing <laughs> is she already test. knows that we, she already knows that like everyone thinks it's bad. You That's know, true. I would even say it's bad if I didn't like Blackpink. So. Right. I don't know. That'd be a good I test though for people in the future to see, be like, you recommend them a movie and they're like, oh, that was really good. And then. Yeah. But there is stuff she said about the Juice World 
thing that like makes me think that like maybe she did actually enjoy it like there's like certain scenes in it she like was like oh yeah like this i really like this scene or i really like like that song they played in it and i'm like okay that's like a little too specific for someone who's just saying did they have I any like interviews to... of how he wrote the song legends like that's like so weird that he wrote that that's like i mean it's not weird but they didn't have any interviews on that but they did play that song in the documentary and they showed like a clip where he was performing it but that song of course is very like eerie i know he wrote it like in the wake of x's death that's but it's very like uh, he's like even saying he's gonna die yeah we ain't making the past 21 and he didn't he did for two days barely yeah. did yeah barely so yeah i don't know i don't know that's that's weird that he went to I, la for four days in a row but i think cool. you should i think you should watch it still but don't like get your hopes up that you're gonna like like it that's what i'll tell how you. long is it hour and a half my yeah that's good my attention span is so fucked dude when i'm in a movie theater now like even dune that last 30 minutes dude after two hours Did i watch so eternals hard. not yet that one's long i Just saw that saw and that's kind of why i didn't watch it honestly it's like literally like two hours and 40 minutes that's too long that's too long of a movie mm. man what what did you think about it though not the best Marvel movie. Do you think I could skip it? Uh, unless they start bringing in like, because they kind of introduce like a lot of new stuff with it, right? Unless like that gets expanded on for like the next phase of MCU, then like you definitely don't have to watch it. But if they like, I could totally see a situation where the villain in the movie is like the next Thanos. Mm. and if that happens then you have to watch it unfortunately right. dang because you need to know like where he came from i haven't even watched black widow yet well black widows i mean you don't have to or any of the tv shows yet well i haven't seen the tv shows either but yeah. apparently like they actually are important according i to know Steve. i need to catch up on them i want to see the loki uh, one there's so much shit dude there's so much shit to watch did you see the new boba fett thing coming out too that looks so good. Yeah. All the Star Wars stuff I can keep up on. That Star Wars stuff I need more. The Marvel stuff. Did you stuff, see the new uh, Spider-Man trailer? That looks amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah. With the Doctor Octopus. Did you see all like the rumors that like Tobey Maguire? Obviously, and... but that's been like he floating around. It. He rejected it. That's been see... floating around like since like the it? beginning. Tom Holland. He rejected it twice. He said there's gonna be no other Spider-Mans in the movie. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, mm. eh, Tom Holland. I think I think there's a chance. Dude, I think we should just accept Doc. I think there's Doc a chance. Ock, no, I mean even if no, there aren't, it's gonna be good. Even I'm if there aren't other Spider-Mans in a movie, it's already gonna be really good. Right. I already know. It's, I I mean, it's like extra credit. Did you if, see like, that the today? They just there. dropped the um, poster. No. The poster looks pretty sick. It, it's like uh, with Doc Ox's like things in like on the corners. Cool. I I could pull it up. But yeah. I'm excited for that one. I feel like Marvel's kind of been dropping the ball a little bit. You think? This is mm, the This I don't is know. the poster. Oh, that's cool. What do you mean? That's dropping the ball? No, this no, movie's this gonna is gonna not be dropping like the ball. fire, dude. The Spider-Mans are there's all really no good. There's no way they're going to drop the ball. I don't think there's ever really been a bad Spider-Man movie like in the past like 20 years that's been bad. They've I'm all sort been of curious good. as to what what do you mean by Marvel's been dropping the ball recently? Like, I feel like these TV shows don't hit the same. And I feel like since Endgame... Oh, I can't even comment on have that. Have you watched all of them? Uh, yeah, I guess I can't comment. I haven't really watched them. But I feel like they, <laughs> the hype hasn't been there. But Shang-Chi, they did good. Really Maybe good. I'm just being critical. Yeah, Maybe I've it's because we literally went through, like, years of them literally dropping, like, 
10 out of 10 movies like the like black panther infinity war i mean i heard the shang chi like people feel like that that's like one of the top movies top marvel movies. i thought it was pretty good mm, but i'm biased maybe. just say you're racist it's all right i can say it <laughs> i'm just racist just say that you don't like asian people i asian fuck asian <laughs> <laughs> but no shang chi was um it was really good except i don't know there's just too many asian people in a home just too many <laughs> it was i, mean, I, I kind it. of agree with I that that it. was like the one problem i had with it i i liked it but like the beginning part was martial arts and then like the second part was just like marvel like blasting at each other and so it was kind of like I wish they blended it a little better. I agree with that. I mean, honestly, like, I kind of disagree. I feel like besides Eternals, like, they've been kind of still putting out hits, you know? Like, uh, there was the next Spider-Man, which was really good. That's, like, the first one after Endgame. The that Far From Home. Far From that Home. That was great. That was great. That one was great. They had Black Widow. That was great. Uh, Shang-Chi. That was great. I mean, Eternals is kind of eh. But you already know this next Spider-Man movie is going to be a banger, so... I don't know. I don't see. I don't see it. I'm just being so a far. hater. I'm just being a hater. You were a hater last podcast. I'm just a Come hater on. recently. I don't know what what's about it. It's not exciting me anymore. The Marvel like excitement hasn't came back. Since what happened, Endgame. by the way, with you're gonna say your story in L.A. on Saturday? Oh yeah, it's a, it's a longer story, so I wanted to go for. But yeah, um, so we had this pop up shop, Teddy Fresh. We were like planning on going to it for like a week. Because they were talking about it on the podcast, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna be there. Like the guys are gonna be there." Like Ethan and uh, but Ethan, they were originally gonna be there, but then they decided not to because Hila's pregnant, and they're like, "Why are we doing a meet and greet if Hila's pregnant?" But then everyone else from the crew was gonna be there that we're like super into, and so and they were framing it as like, "Oh, it's gonna be like this small pop up shop. Like we hope people show up, blah blah blah." And then we get there, and there's like this crazy long line, like insane like probably like already like well i guess like a thousand people lined up when we got there right when it opened at 12 and so then we decided okay so we're just gonna like swing around to the front and check out the front of the store before getting in line you know what i mean yeah just like check take pictures by the front and so we're there like at the front of the store like right as it's opening and we're like oh wait it's supposed to open in like five minutes let's just wait here for a second yeah so we take pictures we're waiting outside and there's like so to the left of us is just Sunset Boulevard. And then it's like the storefront for Teddy Fresh. And then to the right of us is a thousand people like mm-hmm. lined up. Then AB, a guy from the podcast, comes out of the front doors. And I expect like that crowd of a thousand people to start going like, AB, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, or something or just saying hi to AB or acknowledging him because he's famous. Like this guy has like, 100,000 followers on on Instagram, you know, and it's like the podcast for this like clothing company, like the same people, you know? Yeah. And he walks out and then he like turns to the right out the door, like away from the crowd and then starts setting up his camera like like he's right there and we're right here, like three feet away from us. Yeah. And then he sets up his camera and then gets on his skateboard and then he like just like starts to like write and we're like, hey, B. And then he's like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? He fist bumps us. We like talk for a second about everything. I got to meet AB. It was sick. And then he just starts riding his skateboard around. And then we like kind of follow him back to the line. And he parked his car like right where the line was too. Like they did not expect this many people to be there. And then we got in line. We started talking to everyone. And this weird thing happened, man, where it's like we're waiting in line. And it's like one hour goes by. Two hours go by. We're like thinking we're a lot closer than we are. Then three hours go by. 
And then we're like talking to everyone in the group and everything too or whatever. Like we're like getting close with the people around us. Then four hours go by and we're like, what the heck? And like now we're like on Sunset Boulevard out of the shade, like in the sun. And we like went and got hamburgers and stuff. And like we were just like, and we ended up waiting six hours outside of this thing thinking like, oh, we're going to get in like for sure. Cause we were there like when it opened, you know what I mean? Like, so we weren't even thinking that, but the line was not moving very fast at all. And then for some reason, the Scientology production studios is right there where the line was. Like, this is kind of like unrelated. And they were like passing out cards for Scientology. Like, that was super weird. And then. Oh, like, side note. It's funny because on Friday, Friday night, when I went with Sophia to the Hollywood Boulevard, she was like, we need to check out the Scientology building. No way, so bro. We literally, I was like, standing out of it for, side we of it for literally, hours. Like, went inside because they, I mean, it's not that hard because they're trying to get you to go inside anyway because they're trying to like get you into You your, went inside there? We went inside and they tried like testing Sophia. No, for, like, they didn't. Yeah. What did you, wait, 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 wait. We got to say this story because I saw that thing. It looks like this grand entrance mm-hmm. where it's like, it has like these crazy big towers on each yeah. side with like this huge fence and it says Scientology Productions. Oh, that's the timer. We may it may not have been like the production thing Wednesday, but it was definitely like the one on Hollywood Boulevard that's like this. That's white. what it is. Really? Okay. So we like Wait, is it the one with the gate where it's like kind of like a brick gate kind of thing? Or not like brick, but like um I don't know. There's like a huge gate entrance is where we were at. Maybe it's like a different place, but I'm sure Could, they have many buildings. Yeah, they might have many locations, but we went to one of them and they like did this weird thing where it was like they told her like oh like all right like put your hands in these like metal things and then like we're we're gonna like read like your brain that like okay, your wait, we need to memories. go back for a second we need to go back for a second how the hell do you go into the scientology building it's not that hard because there's literally like scientology people they're almost like jehovah witnesses so did or you park near it were you just walking no, no, down no, no, sunset no. boulevard well we finished watching a juice roll documentary and then uh we got ben and jerry's uh, and then we're just walking on the Walk of Fame, you know, like in front of the Dolby Theater. And then you cross the street and we're just like, kind of walking and she sees a Scientology thing. So we Okay, were, so it's more natural. I thought you natural. Meant, I thought for a second we you didn't guys park, drove there. No, 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 no. It's like right across the street from like... Gotcha. The, so it was just uh, natural. It was just random and natural. Yeah, and she was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. There's a Scientology building. Like, we have to check it out. And then we went inside and then they tried like... They had us watch this like five minute like cult video. No way. Yeah, yeah. Being like telling us that like it's just kind of funny because she's a STEM major and I'm a psych minor, so we both like kind of have a basic understanding of how the brain works. And they were trying to say all these like dumb stuff, like oh, like your painful memories are stored in like one part of the brain, and like your like happy memories are stored in another part. What the fuck and, like, are you you're serious? trying to like? Yeah, they were like making it sound all sciencey, and me and her are, like uh, that's like not how it works. But anyway. Um, did you guys challenge them at all or did you just not know well, that's the that's the video that's like the cult video they show right. you and then they are like oh what you think of the video and it's like you're already inside the building like they have you sit down and you watch the video and then they're like okay well we're gonna like show you how like this the how your brain works or whatever so uh they put through these metal like cylinders and they like put it over sophia's hands and then they were like okay i want you to think of like a very painful memory you had and then like <laughs> like in some pseudoscience way like the like the arrow like moved you know it's like ooh, like and then he asked like oh, okay now think like deeper about that painful memory and then it goes like whoop and then she's and he's like okay see like like this is like it's real you know what the fuck and then like they're trying to keep us what's but then, this metal thing i need to hear more about this metal i think thing. I d- well we talked about it after but sophia was kind of like the story goes basically like he was trying to ask her like do you have like trauma in your past and she was like nah 
<laughs> and then like eventually like i think she just kind of wanted to like try it out but then eventually like they were getting real like sales and just like not letting us leave um so sophia like gave me that look where it's they like, weren't hey. letting you leave well what like do you mean it's they like weren't they weren't leave? it's like it's kind of like a thing where it's like oh like we gotta go and they're like oh wait wait hold on like let me just and they right, kind of like keep right. you you know yeah um they're not like forcing you to stay but it's like so sophia like gave me that look where it's all like hey bail us out of here <laughs> they're putting you in a position to be assertive mm-hmm. so i literally told the guy i was like all right last question and he's like wait last question and i'm like yep one more <laughs> <laughs> he's like i can't just ask one question i'm like Mm, well bye bitch. you're gonna have to <laughs> so, wow that's kind of savage i can't believe you said that yeah because sophia's like too nice yeah but like um so we got out of there i've been and in then, situations like that too and then it's funny because after the we were got out and we were walking she was like oh remember, remember when he asked me like think of a painful memory and i was like yeah and she's like i know it's false because i literally thought of you and then you're not like a painful memory but like it's still she tested moved. it right yeah she so it's still it. moved and then i was like oh so it's probably just like programmed to like move after they like ask the question or whatever but anyway that's like my like small scientology thing it's funny i was just you're there, just gonna like, glance like, over that story like that's like a crazy story that you went and said that scientology because we're <laughs> there we're, so i think we're at a different spot because this one was like scientology productions it was so grandeur it was like so crazy like a huge building in the middle of la like it was so big like and it was in uh and so then they started passing out like business cards for Scientology. Yeah, yeah. And it was so weird. And then we're outside of the Scientology building and like just like we're waiting in the same spot in line for like a half hour and then moving like 10 feet and then sitting there for a half hour. And so we're sitting outside the spot and then this guy and it's dark now as we've been waiting there for six hours. So it's like 6 p.m. And this guy walks by and um, he is like clear, clearly like a homeless guy, like a guy who's like on something. And he's walking by and like the group's murmuring. And apparently when there's a McDonald's across the street, me and Emily went to McDonald's and we came back and apparently they had like some altercation of like talking to each other that happened. And then this guy, Mario, who's like with us, he, um, that we met there, we met everyone there. It was just me and Emily. And Mario is just like, as he's walking by, like the entire group kind of goes silent because apparently they had like an altercation before. And Mario smiles and makes eye contact with the guy and is just smiling and he says and the guy says what the fuck are you smiling for and then he turns around walks up and says what the fuck you're smiling for you're white so you're worse than me i'm black i'm better than you i'm gonna kill your whole family Holy i'm gonna crap. track down your family and kill them do you want to go right now do you want to fight right now and he's saying all this shit and we're just like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, this guy, like, I don't even know. Like, and so then I'm, like, kind of, like, standing by Mario, and he's, like, kind of, like, talking to the guy, like, and everyone, and he's being really calm. But this guy's, like, saying, like, the most fucked up shit, like, yeah. and, like, crazy. And I'm just, like, have a nice day. I hope you have a great day. Like, and he just, like, eventually like, walks away. And then, and so that's just, like, that just happened when we are on the side of the street. And then we're just, like, waiting there. We're, like, talking. That really kind of united us with everyone around us. Because so, then everyone started talking to each other, you know? So it was kind of funny. And then we got, like, security over there and whatever. And it was fine. And, uh, but that was just, like, a weird interaction. And then we literally are waiting there. After waiting there all day. So now it's 6.30. They literally start counting off people. And they cut the line. Literally 10 people in front of us. Tops. They cut the line. And so we waited six and a half hours in line and didn't get to go into the pop-up shop by like 10 people. 
and they gave us a poster. And that, that and that's, that's what, so bad, man. Yeah, and that's what I did on Saturday. Man. I've never waited. Have you ever had to wait in a line like that? Like that's like it was crazy. I can't yes. even believe I did that. Well, number one for like a ton of concerts I've been to. Yeah, but I've number done that two, at concerts. To meet Logic. Uh, but we showed up like four hours early. Oh wow! And it was me and Ethan, and we waited outside of like the cookie store. I'm sure you know cookies as a stoner. Um, Which ones? Cookies. I actually don't. They know sell cookies. edibles. I actually have no idea. What oh. Cookies. Oh okay. Is it's that like a, a weed company? Oh, I, I've never heard. Yeah, of they that sell one. weed and clothes. I guess related to it. But um, yeah, we waited there for like four hours. Yeah, like <laughs> earlier than it, and uh. I apparently like I get and it was moving so slowly but um apparently for people who weren't so lucky like us to like meet logic I feel like he handled it like the best is like he they just let people in in groups and they're like sorry you can't like meet logic one-on-one but like you could take a group photo so they just took like so you just took group photos to get through the rest of the line that's an interesting strategy. Which I feel like they should have at least done that with like you guys. Like they should have just like put Dude, they did not be, speed like, up the line at and all. Just be like you guys go like one group in and you have like a minute. You know, it's like just to like look inside or whatever. At least give you something. You know, like that, I think it just sucks that they like there was like didn't but the line anything. the line was just as long as when we got there when we ended. So there was people who were like because they advertise this as like show up anytime. And so we thought we got there early by getting there on time and there were still people getting there. Jeez, man. And so the line was like so long that they like had to like cut it off. I understand why they had to cut it off, but it's just like we were right there and they didn't speed up. Like they saw the line was long and it was like so slow. Like the line was like, they said they were getting through 30 people an hour. That's terrible. Sorry, 50 people an hour. It was 50 people an hour. That's terrible. What the heck? I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, 50 people an hour. It was, like, ridiculous. So we, that's why we thought we were going to get in because we thought it was going to be faster than that, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry I had to go through that, we should, Dude, yeah, it was, like, it was fun, though, because the people around us were super cool. So it was like that. They even interviewed me. So they even came over, and they're like, hey, do any of you guys want to do interviews? And I was like, fuck it, I'll do an interview. And they said, what are you looking forward to when you go inside the pop-up shop? And I literally got interviewed, and I answered that question. And then it's like... I didn't even go in. So I got debated wow. by them. Yeah. Man. And that's I ho- tough. I hope they post a promo of me and I'm in it and I could comment and be like, didn't even go in. <laughs> Never made it in. Oh my gosh. It dude. seems, but it's like, I think that they genuinely like didn't know it was going to be that crazy. Cause they're like everything that they do like blew up during COVID. And so like they haven't had a chance to like gauge. And that was like the first in-person thing. Wow. But it was cool. And then AB, like the whole time, he was like cruising around, meeting everyone. And then at the end, he was even like talking to us and like the group. And like he felt really bad because before he was saying like, oh, I think you guys are going to make it in. <laughs> like he said that like hours before. He's like, we're like, do you think we're going to make it? And he's like, you guys are going to make it. <laughs> like, Holy crap. And we didn't get in. Have you gone to a pop-up shop before? I, I figured you have. Um, The damn one was technically a pop-up shop. Oh, it was there a line for that? Uh, I think there was a small line, yeah, to get like the damn merch. That was like a pop up shop. It wasn't uh, six and a half hours though. No, <laughs> I've only waited that long for like concerts. Yeah, and I don't think meeting Logic was even six hours. It may have been like five or like four. But yeah, I remember the Two Chains concert. I remember we got there at 
eight and he didn't come out until like eleven thirty and that was like the worst. Oh but there was obviously like openers, but I mean Uzi was like that. That guy Uzi didn't show was up like for like that. three hours. Oh my dude. god. That was waiting in that for three I hours. I think the longest line I ever waited in was like the logic one though. Like lo- not the logic meeting him, but logic like Bobby Tarantino two and Irvine, like we sh- but that was because we wanted like front row like we showed up like at like 12 p.m or something like that this what yeah um, that was long dude if you remember noah i don't even remember we waited there forever dude yeah we waited for and a long time right and we were oh my gosh we were second row which would a lot of people would say is like a win but i think it just sucks because the first row was invited into his tour bus and they got to hear young sancho what four early you never told me about this that's crazy that would have been insane. we didn't even know they were invited in because then we checked his instagram like the next day and he was posting photos being like brought a few fans from like the show like to my tour bus show them the next album and then i was like julian was like wait those are the people in front of us so bad dude oh my we God. were one row and you know what sucks is we would have been first in line if it wasn't for a fact that we were so early they hadn't even opened the parking lot at they hadn't even opened the parking lot up yet and my mom was dropping us off so we were like we pulled up and it's like the gates not even open to get in line so you kind of had to like circle and it was like a one-way kind of thing so you had to like people were already there at that time no so they closed the gate to like enter the parking lot so basically we were already early enough like to like get in but the problem is like you can't like go in so you have to like just drive past the parking lot and then circle around and then try again but by the time we circled around there was like 10 cars which doesn't sound like that bad but like they go in first and then those cars were all loaded with people and they all got to like form a line first and then so we were still like like i said second row like not bad but like and it was just because you didn't it was just because we didn't time it right i'm sure they were also circling too so it was kind of like a game on like who would like be the first car into the parking lot you guys should have just gone out and ran the line you guys should have just got out they of the were car already doing that oh like yeah. th- these cars going in and we're like people were already getting out of the cars and running like yeah wow i didn't think logic it's so weird how logic has like that well that was like the base. height of logic i think yeah. that was like 2018 like i can't imagine someone now being like yo let's let's get up at 8 a.m let's drive down let's get there at noon and also and let's this get was front like, row for this was like logic. me and julian like peak fan fanboying over logic like i don't know if you remember but like senior year like me and julian were like i do that's like I all we listened to was that I, guy i remember nathan i've i was in the car with you, you guys. were there yeah so i was there yeah <laughs> same thing with nf and you guys Logic's both woke so up cringe, with nf dude. Right? i could never listen to that guy no one was so? at no one was at the concert by the way i'd never i'd never <laughs> go to context like no one was at that concert <laughs> i'd never go to something like that bro logic's cringe as hell bro one i remember the balls am i right <laughs> dude after seeing him live too i feel like his performing kind of annoyed me that he mm. was like just because he was like shitting on the crowd to get us hyped up i just don't like that he was like oh that was a six that was a six like during the middle of the song i hate that perform the song dude shut the fuck up and perform the song like <laughs> i kind of agree like why are you yelling at us about how loud we are like you're supposed to perform and we're supposed to react like why are you like i don't think really good performers like rely on things like they that. don't i think really good performers like don't acknowledge the crowd during the middle of a song like that's like what i think or only to hype them up yeah like you remember um that super sick thing that Kendrick did during the like damn tour where he or like humble the whole thing. humble yeah. and then he like 
would stop the beat and just stare at the crowd like that's how you know you're a freaking goat dude like he's just looking at this crowd chanting every word including like the verse dude like i think that was that was dope because he also came back and performed it again mm -hmm. yeah he and did. so if yeah. he didn't perform it again and that was the only performance then that would have pissed me off but yeah i think that that's like a rare yeah. occurrence where like that that was like well, a song i, that, I would say yeah. truly I, I think kendrick might be like the best like no backtrack rapper i've ever like seen live like i mean i don't know if you agree with me I agree with you, but no I no backtrack and this guy was killing it. Dude. Kendrick definitely is the best, I think, like at performing. Like his songs. Like I would I think that if we just like, you know, just took a recording from him yeah. and a recording from the other artists we've seen live, I think that he's probably up there as one of the best. Like where like that could have just been like an album of like a live yeah. performance. Like, yes. But I think that with crowd engagement, Kendrick was not good at all. Oh yeah, saw him. he never engaged with the yeah, crowd yeah. like in between songs. Like he didn't. He was so. He's like a pure rapper. Yeah, like, he's, I, he's so it's like really cutter. good like live performance. Like truly like it's like I go just, to the opera and I yeah, see like the opera yeah. perform perfectly. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, That's Kendrick. Yeah, it's like you're literally like witnessing a master at work, but he's not really an entertainer. He's more like. He's just like up there to show you like his skill. I kind of wish he like would like talk during the middle, like tell a story or like you know just. He just did like a little, little bit. He just kind of like said like, oh like, you know like, yeah like thanks like, for coming out or whatever kind of thing. I think I would rank like Tyler Tyler the Creator as a better performer than Kendrick because when you watch Tyler the Creator perform live, there's so many elements. It's so dynamic. It's engaging. It's like fun. You know what I mean? Mm. When you watch Kendrick, it's like. It's amazing, but it's more of like a what like like getting amazed from afar. You're not like in it, I feel like. In a way that like Travis Scott does, which we can talk about that too. <laughs> and and Tyler does, I feel like. Yeah, Travis definitely gives like his like one hundred ten percent like performing, you know what I'm saying? When Travis Scott's performing, you're like there. Like yeah. you're you're like in the music. You're one with the music. And I think uh I actually think I know I might be able to attest to this, but I actually feel like Ski Mask was also a really, really good. I, I saw Ski Mask live yeah. with Nicholas, and so I um. You did a good job. I think Ski Mask was a great, and he I was not expecting really him to be good at all. engaged. Yeah, with the crowd and and he could rap crazy good. Yeah, without a backtrack. Ski, Ski Mask blew me Ski away. Mask, yeah. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Ski Mask blew me away. I actually thought that he performed live better than he does on his like recordings, like his actual mm. songs. Because another thing that he did live when I saw him live was that he took out the background track a lot where it was just him rapping pure and yeah. then the song would come back in and that was like the best. I he think. did that in our concert, right, Noah? Hmm? He's Do like, you remember if he did that in our dude, concert? He would, I remember he was like, Oh, maybe maybe he would, this song wasn't out yet, but I remember he did one song where it was like the entire intro was like acapella, and then it just like came in, and it was like I think it was like the oh, his baby, in the jungle. It was, uh, or was it baby white where he's like, how was he feeling? He did it on ours, oh, right? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yes. How was he feeling, yeah, 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 bro? Yeah, dude, that was fantastic. Which one would you be? It's fantastic. Money, money, elastic. And he does that whole part acapella. Piss. How many people know you? Yeah, and he just drops the beat like crazy. I think that's better than the actual song. Like when I heard that live, I was like, oh wow, like. He's crazy. Yeah. No, he's a great performer. Underrated. Underrated. I, we need to talk about ski, Travis. Ski concert is literally like the best concert I've ever yeah. been to, bro. On God. Mm. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that for mine because it, for our Ski Mask concert, he brought out that guy that he always raps with. He, he brought out his friend and it just got weird. It just seemed like it was just like them on stage having fun and it was like not like very good performance in my I opinion. I think it was the fact that like 
the opener, the, the opener with the glasses and like the, sh- I think he had shorts on almost, or he had like a weird outfit, like maybe like his, like he, he had have, like the shirt huge on. Illum- Illuminati chain on when he came I out for us. That's interesting. Maybe we're talking about the same guy. He's like shorter. Oh wait. Oh, are you talking about the friend right now? He was, he's in songs with him. He's like an, he opened like the, I don't remember who it was, but in the ski mask concert, this guy opened for him and then performed with him. And I did not really like him. He's a rapper. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not giving a good description, but, but um, I, 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 I mean, he brought out like Aiden Ross and stuff like that. Aiden Ross. I don't really know if I like DJ Aiden scheme. Ross. Aiden Ross is the guy who's in was like all like he does like gambling on Twitch, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't actually like watch him. He I just think he's really, cringe. He was just really funny at the show. Really was he? Yeah, because he's like so nervous. He's like, oh, I saw. He's like, bro, you gotta do. I the, told um, you, like, Mike from Impulsive was at our show too, right? Dude, I think Mike Stay from Impulsive, Impulsive is kind of like he's a douche. I used to kind of like him. Like I used to like. I used him. to like him too. I feel like he was like the mature guy on the show, yeah. and then he ended up being like Logan. Ended up becoming like more mature than him, and then this guy just ends up being like really childish. Yeah, Mike. I don't know what happened to him, but Aiden Ross was on the H3 podcast once, and he's like, "Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me?" And he kept trying to get H3 to like him, unironically. Like Aiden I don't Ross. Aiden oh. Ross, and it was the and ever since then I've seen Aiden Ross is like completely different. He seems like. To me now, he seems like a super insecure guy who's like a kid who like is trying to get attention from people. That's all I see from him now. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my take though. But for the Travis Scott tragedy that happened in Houston, which is, I know we're making a huge twist now, but this is... Right. Weeks. I think I have kind of a hot take on this where I feel like Travis Scott is not fully responsible at all. No, I, I don't think, think I don't think it's a hot take at dude, all. But here's what I think. And going to Travis Scott concerts before, I think you can attest to this, Nathan, is that every single time I've ever seen a Travis Scott performance, whether that be online or in person, there are people getting carried out in stretchers. Yes. Every single concert, nobody gives a fuck. Until this one where people die. So it's trying to say that Travis Scott is supposed to know and stop the show himself. It's like, I genuinely think from his perspective, like... People getting carried out in stretchers is like. Well, not- I'll go. I'll take it even further. It happens at like every concert, dude. Every concert that that's hype. It, that, yeah, that every has, every every trap concert, like there are people passing out at Uzi when we went to Uzi. I don't necessarily think stuff. I agree on the same level though. It was a little bit more. I test. think that I, I don't. I think that obviously, like he yeah, has the some blame. Are, like, well, Travis blame, has some blame, but, but I think Travis, Travis has like a lot of blame. I think as he has twenty five percent. I think he has twenty five percent blame. I push it to like maybe. Like thirty-five. Oh, okay. Maybe thirty-five to forty. Because I think that when he was looking at the ambulance and he kept and he kept the song going when the guy was dancing on top. When that ambulance came in, he should have stopped it for a second and let that ambulance do its thing. He should have like. I think the fact that there's an ambulance driving through your crowd, you might be like, you should at least talk to him and be like, hey, uh, are we good? Like, bro, talk to the these videos came out too, man. I don't know what's going yeah. on, but something don't seem right. Th- this these videos came out too, where there's like there's like cops that are all in front of the stage, right, the whole night, and there's videos going on. And after it was declared a mass casualty event, there's videos of the cops literally being on their phone, literally being unattentive after eight people had died at the concert. There was no communication with the people in front of the crowd right there that actually could help. That it was a mass ca- mass casualty think- event, and people expect like. Travis Scott to know and like the police officers right there in front of the stage like don't even know what's going on well that that's why I feel like the main 
blame in my opinion isn't Travis but like the organizers it's like the organizers it's 100% when you look at when you look at, know, you look though, at how the I'm map not... well you when you look at how the map was structured like how this crowd like was funneled into basically like a u-shaped like barricade like that's terrible because like there's no room to move and then there's people in the back just trying to push forward to see a better spot not knowing that they're squeezing people into this section and then that not just to mention the the architecture of like you know the setup but the fact that the medics weren't trained to do cpr like the fact that the security wasn't pulling people out like very very incompetent right. understaffed event like these staff people did not know what they were doing they're like understaffed they were not dealing with the crowd correctly like that's like two water stations apparently were only there only two water stations like that's terrible like that's terrible and then the same venue that they've been booking for the last three years, but they increase the ticket capacity like each year or something like that. Like this is all like Live Nation, you know. That's that's not Travis, it's right? Like Travis has literally nothing to do. Travis with that. is just like doing his thing, and then of course he has some blame in my opinion because he's the only one in that entire thing who could have stopped the show and saved lives. Like no matter how many security guards right. are saying like step back, like no one listens to security guards. Of course, of course. But like Travis could have been like the jesus in that situation and like just stop the show and been like you guys only take like 10 steps back right and like that would have saved lives but so in that sense i feel like he had he's to blame because he was the only one that entire room who could have but also i don't want to speak too much on it because i know that there's a lot of things that like have been coming out that like i have been like really incriminating travis and i don't i haven't read up on it yet so i don't want to like Right. You know what I mean? Like, say too much. But I think it's pretty messed up that, at the fact that everyone's going to, like, get so focused on Travis that, like, the people that actually did it, like, the Live Nation, like, execs and stuff like that, who, like, were like, eh, we're not going to spend money yeah, on, like, full costs. security and stuff like that. Or even, like, water stations and stuff, dude. That's really important. Exactly. I think that, like, yeah. those people are probably going to... um get away with it get away with it because mm-hmm. like they're gonna like keep trying to focus it on travis yeah it's just which like, is the, me- it's the so most weird part of it because I, I feel yeah. like travis could have came out there literally like fucked up like off his ass like not even like able to does barely really speak. are there really people who think travis is 100 percent to blame I literally i'm telling you i'm yeah, watching all these podcasts literally i haven't seen a single person who's saying what we're saying right now like you're you what you're saying right now you're like people would like hate on that like hella hate on that like what we're saying that he's right like now. not what we're saying blame. right now is a hot take Everyone is saying that Travis Scott is like, to blame. I feel like if you've been to any concert, you know that the performer is just one part of the show. Dude, and then He's people are just pulling just like, up other... I mean, like, okay, obviously in an ideal world, you stop the show. And there's obviously, like, a, hundreds of examples of people stopping their show that I saw, like, going, like, viral. Well, he's not know? the only one who could oh stop the show. God. Like, there's a huge, like, team behind Dude, him that could see, stop the have show, Have you not too. seen this? Like, all the Linkin Park videos that I were think coming it's out of, so, the, okay, of the show? I think, okay, I think that part is so disingenuous. Like, you're taking away from like how messed up the situation is by being like look at how well my favorite artist handled it you know what exactly. i mean and it's like dude the travis guy, did the they same were performing but, the, but that's they were performing is, for like 200 people okay, travis was, does like, the same thing at his other shows not, he's, he's stopped shows to like help people yeah he has and there's he videos has. of that circulating yeah. too so it's like i mean i i don't even it's it's weird but there's this one thing that came out of travis scott that's so fucked up that i heard about he was performing at a show and this person was hanging off the balcony and travis scott said Jo- there's a video of this and he says do it do it they'll catch you do it and he says that to him the guy jumps off the balcony this happened twice and so at two different concerts okay and one time the guy was fine and he then the crowd caught him the second time the crowd didn't catch him and the dude is a vegetable 
he's paralyzed and he has like brain damage. Holy directly God. from Travis Scott saying, "Do it, jump off the balcony." No doubt that he's that he's encouraged a culture, a rage culture, I guess you could say, that where yeah. where uh, <laughs> where fans is, are encouraged to be reckless and violent. I mean, anyone who listens to hip hop knows that. This is the guy, the same guy that said it ain't a mosh pit if there ain't no injuries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same guy, he kind of set himself like, up. To same like, guy where yeah. like literally like when his fans disrespect security, he like encourages it. I mean, anyone knows this about Travis. Anyone who's been like a fan of his knows this. Like he we we've been knowing this you know i don't know i mean so in a way like this is yeah like the result of his own like you know his own doing yeah in a, in a way but there's also a lot of bad planning that went into it that's not his doing i think i think so too yeah it was a mixture of things and i don't think he's fully to blame and i think that people saying that he's fully to blame is like yeah i'm just glad that even his among his own fans like i think i don't think i've seen a single person say that he has zero percent blame which yeah. is good because he does definitely have some i just wouldn't say it's all like 100 percent yeah, definitely know? yeah mine is like i think i'm pushing up to 40 honestly <laughs> maybe maybe uh i mean that's fair but yeah i don't agree with what yeah the ambulance thing yeah the ambulance thing is really messed up yeah yeah, on a lighthearted note, like, <laughs> did you know, like, speaking of drama, this is, like, super lighthearted. It's, like, we're going, like, Okay, good. Down, I need that right notch. now. I need it's, the lighthearted. Like, in my fellowship, dude, like, the Ivy Fellowship I was part of that I'm, like, not part of anymore. Yes. Dude, these are some down bad, like, <laughs> horny fools, You guys show dude. them the chart? Horny fools, dude. <laughs> it's a chart. Oh, my dude, God. Dude, it's almost like these guys were, like, hilarious. building up their horny, like, over the pandemic. When I was there at UCI, like... During my two years, how many fellowship. people wanted to fuck you? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Literally, Nathan's got the whole like laundry list, bro. Every single girl on IV. That's not true. That's he just has true. their like ID numbers at this. That's point, not you know true. I mean? that's he not, he, just, he that's just has a barcode true. scanner and they just pull out their ID cards and he just scans. He's a QR code. <laughs> QR code? Not true, yeah, dude. Right. Have a pleasant experience. <laughs> you um, have to go through my bot. My bot actually texts you for the first twenty days, and then <laughs> you could move on to me. But my so the two years I was there, like no one was dating like i thought they had almost like an anti-dating culture in there where it's like clearly no one there gets laid you know what i'm saying right but like except for you and sophia (laughs) no well technically we got together after like i graduated so i'm not even like you know what i'm saying i think that still counts you guys were part of it well here's the thing is me and sophia got together right and apparently like we set off this like chain reaction where Mm. all of a sudden like everyone's gang together sophia we were the first couple we were the first couple that like got together like I mean, it was you and Vanessa. No, no, I mean this year. Oh, this year. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa wasn't a part well, of well, this. When, when I, was she? Was Vanessa a part of this? No, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, the two years I was there, like there was almost no relationship drama. It was like me was and Vanessa Van- in Ivy was, League. Yeah, she was. She was, well, did, did she know Sophia? Yeah, they literally like see each other like every week. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that. I had no idea. No, what I was saying. This is my main point. Is the two years I was at UCI. That's weird. Like, That's funny. Me and Vanessa were Why like, is Vanessa so connected with you still? With Brittany and with I don't Okay, the, the Brittany one's kind of weird, but the Sophia one makes sense because we're all in like the same like fellowship. Like That's how, you know what so I'm saying? So when you drove people that day, was Vanessa? Did you drive Vanessa? No, she she hadn't showed up yet. She she like showed up like the but second. Did you have a chance to drive Vanessa? Like was there a chance? No, she wasn't even there. Oh, okay. 
she started showing up like after i like wasn't showing up because i only showed up like the first oh. week just to visit anyway um interesting so the first two years right like i was in there like i think me and vanessa were like the only couple and we were like really really quiet about it so like it wasn't even a big deal right but this year holy crap dude like i'm not used to it it's like insane like like this is this chart that my friend made <laughs> wait oh wait okay it's i like gotta see this this is a don't, beautiful don't, thing don't read the names out loud okay. on the podcast but you could just paul read. and george <laughs> yeah okay i see sophia nathan and then you see like all these like why are you still have a line with vanessa is what i'm asking well, do you see the legend because we're exes there's a legend oh my god yeah. this is beautiful wait why does he make the legend just say the color why didn't he make that the color that kind of makes me mad it's a little critique what like he could have made the text black blue gold oh red. like why did he write it he out like, that makes it so much more confusing yeah rookie but basically like it's not clean relationship drama because it's like people are getting with each other but it's like it's like it'll be like one guy gets I, with it's a got girl. pursuit you know it's what i'm saying it's like one guy gets with a girl who was pursued by another guy who like you know what i'm saying is now rebounding so it with looks like, like another there's girl one two three four five six couples yeah i think there so. is there is there is currently three current attempts happening <laughs> there are a lot of attempts <laughs> previous attempts so many and i'll say attempts. this i'll say this like the guy who made that chart is like mutual friends of me and sophia i gotta say this vanessa has four arrows pointing towards her <laughs> she's got a target on her back i have to say that that's like yeah, the yeah, biggest, yeah. that's the biggest uh takeaway from that chart is that everyone wants to yeah. be with vanessa yeah. wait so you got you so you're the only overlap that's had two girls from ivy league you're the first well, double vanessa, du double Van dipper vanessa vanessa is has had like i think including like so that's four like pass attempts and then me and what then, does an like, attempt mean though it means like someone's interested in her or is like hitting and they on her. express it yeah and so that's what i thought i think she's had like they don't mean dates though right uh what dates no no yeah no well, it's funny because, like, Vanessa, I think, has had... So, there's a guy that also hit on her when I was there that's not in this chart. So, it's been, like... It's actually more, like, five arrows toward her than me a trend. and then, uh, the current guy hitting on her right now. So, there's, like... Does that make you feel good in any way that you, like, caught her interest and five other people are pursuing her? Six. Six? <laughs> Does that make you feel, like, good in a way? Like, in a way that you're, like, oh, like, that's kind of cool? I mean, I'll be honest, like, yeah... Cause that's kind of like, that's kind of like, wait, I, I would think that. Yeah. That's kind of makes sense like, to me. I don't know. I don't know what made me. I know me, what you mean. I don't know what made me different. Like literally like the fact that like six, you're sexy, uh, you got the bod. You got I didn't the have, abs. The, I didn't have Show the, the abs. Show the abs for the, the listener, bro. Flex oh. the abs for the well, listeners. Well, it's like not that good right now. Cause like, yeah, but like, like damn. So if you guys are just Steel. listening right now, that was, um, not as good as that's you, a 12 just showed his his amazing 12 pack right now. rock hard is what i am rock hard there's a lot of things rock hard in this room you have, definitely like, you have messages, not just like, you have messages on your phone no or on your watch it's just my oh i have yeah. that happen to me too i'm like oh it's <laughs> nothing yeah but it's crazy yeah so i don't know so you're 
you're currently the most successful in Ivy League, though, because you you've been in two relationships, or I guess that's the least successful. I don't know how what the metric is for that. I'd I'd like to say that there's some guys in there that are like machine guns. They like shoot many shots, but like <sighs> I know that's not not many of those shots connect. But I will say this: I've only shot twice, but I've made it twice. Wow! So that that percentage right there that's a good percentage <laughs> um i don't know I, yeah. I was at the gym last week and i saw a guy hit on a girl and it was so awkward Ooh. i've seen three attempts to hit on people how and, was that and are two, they usually like oh do you need a spot or something like that is that no, how they usually this do guy it? literally was trying to be like he, so i saw his whole thing go down because i'm deadlifting and this girl is deadlifting to the the station to the right of me and she's just doing her own thing minding her own business and this guy walks up and is like, and Emily tells me about this all the time because people try to hit on her, but she like shuts it down right away. But, the, you know, sometimes you can't do that. And so this girl is like, seems like kind of reserved too. And this guy comes up and starts being like, oh, like I noticed you in the gym and, and <laughs> I see that you racking up 45s now. Like that's great progress. And then it's like, and then, she, oh, and then she's no. like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. And he's like, yeah, I actually do. He, this dude's ripped too, by the way, but he's like short and like kind of a little chubbier, but he's like ripped. And, and he's like, yeah, I actually do like personal training. Like if you want to like write down my number, I'd love to train with you sometime and just like train you. And she literally like let him put in his number, but you could tell that it was like reluctant. And it was like, I think she even tried to say no. And then he like pursued it even more. And then he eventually put in his number, but it was just so awkward the whole time. And then, but then, and so, and so I, I always try to like snoop when like I see people trying to get hit on too, you know, like I try to like kind of like listen to it. And so another time I go and I, and this person's at the ab station, this girl's at like the ab station where like, you know, you hold it and you do like the dips and you do like the, you know, like the whole like station kind of thing. And, um, so she's doing her own thing. Then this guy comes up and starts hitting on her and it was successful, bro. I saw an, so then I saw a successful one where at first I took it off and I thought, oh, this is going to go terribly. I saw what was happening. Then he introduces himself. They hit it off, bro. I see it. I've never seen something like it in the gym. They hit it off. She's super into him. You could just tell by her body language and by his body language that they are just hitting it off. They talk like the entire time I'm working out. Like they'd stopped working out and just hit it off. I work out for probably a half hour and they're talking like the entire time. And then like you could just tell there was a spark there. And so I was like seeing that I'm like, wow like what the heck like and so i've seen both sides of the coin maybe it's just me but fitness 19 like no one got hit on true i think cal state fullerton is different too because it's like a school all the same yeah yeah Yeah. i I think that makes more sense that like people would be hanging on each other at a college gym it's a little less weird for me dude like if anyone like talks to me at the gym i get super like weird because it's like i don't I'm like I'm not there like as like a social person, so like I get confused like what I'm supposed to do. Me too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm I trying to like, exactly extract myself because it's like it's almost like you're at work. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Oh, you're like, no, it's cool. It's cool. But you're like trying to get back to your set. But you also want to be nice about it. For me, especially because I literally go like at six thirty, and so I have work. So literally, like if I someone slows me down, it's like I'm late. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like on the clock where I know that I have to get like yeah. all these sets in, and then if I'm like pretty much down to the minute. Yeah. And so. I have it all like mapped out. Oh shoot. Don't yeah. talk to me at the gym. <laughs> but Emily tells like me like guys like try to hit on people at the gym, at least at Cal State Fullerton. But she said at Fitness 19 too. Like maybe happens. like I just don't know about it, man. 
which is very possible because it's I'm those a guy. guys. It, there's machine gun guys everywhere, bro, and they're literally always shooting their shot. Yeah, and they're just machine guns. I think I prefer to be a sniper. That's the, no, the machine gun repro- reproach is just terrible. It works. That's the it thing. does work. It works. It it's works successful. It's like I'll never forget. Um, legendary quote by uh, Do you remember Tyler Sanders? At I Blanche? do. Yes. He said he had to get himself in like a salesperson mentality where where you're not scared of them saying no. In fact, you expect it, but you become numb to rejection. He literally said, I've become numb I know to the it. type, and that's a great quote. <laughs> but yeah, that, I the know the type. The salesperson mentality, dude. You become numb to it, dude. Like the no. the That's a sad life. That's a sad life. He's married. That. He's married now. He's but Mormon, Tyler but he's, is attractive. Tyler is married now. Tyler yeah, is attractive. Is that, but is that really like what you want to do with your life? I'm gonna. It's what he uh, wanted to do. I, I will say I don't agree with that. <laughs> but um, yeah. There's a difference. You have to be a. There's there's a difference. You can still shoot your shot, like when the opportunities come. And there's a difference between like just forcing every single conversation to be like about like that. You know what I mean? You gotta let it develop. I will say this: like the machine gun guys are probably dating for the wrong reasons right i think that that's my mentality about it is like same energy as like um the people that like just want a girlfriend well i just i just don't believe have in a girlfriend. exactly mm-hmm. i don't believe in dating just to not be single that sounds like you have some stuff to work on in your life because you I shouldn't agree. be like you shouldn't be scared to be single like i honestly feel like that's actually when you know you're ready to date is when you're like actually just okay with being single which is in my opinion, like, you know, the healthiest way to look at it because then you're not just like going for anyone and you're not like settling and putting yourself in toxic Definitely. relationships and crap. But we, we all know yeah. that guy that like always like hits on people and it's just like, oh my God, dude. Or even worse, like he's just looking to like get laid, which I think is really bad. That's a lot of people though. Like that's, there's, there's a difference because if you're just looking to get laid, like you don't have to do it like on the streets. You could go on like Tinder, you know what I mean? Or like stuff like that. At least find like someone else who's just willing to like, yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between that and literally bothering people all the time to like get that like bothering and potentially like misleading a girl who's probably looking for like an emotional connection and you're just using her or lying to her. Yeah, go on Tinder, swipe right, get those connections, go on there. That's your place if you're a machine gun guy. If you're a machine gun guy, go on Tinder. That's your place. Maybe they're already doing both, dude. (laughs) Maybe they're unsuccessful on Tinder, so they have to literally like go in life too. And is it possible to be unsuccessful on Tinder? Like, I, I feel like so. I think in some towns, not in LA. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think if you're in a rural town, there's probably not a lot of options. Well, I was gonna say like, don't you like always get matched? Like, you might not get matched with someone like you think is attractive, but you'd get matched with. I someone. have friends that are on Tinder. I'm not speaking from personal experience. I just feel like there's just so many people on there, right? Like, I don't, I don't I, know. Personally, if you live in Orange County, I don't think it's possible to go without getting a single match. If you're a machine gun, I don't think so in Orange County for sure. But I know this, the girls have all the power. If you are an unattractive girl on Tinder, you will get as many matches as you want and you will have a range of guys to contact because there's so many horny guys you know what i mean true but there's also i think people underestimate the i they definitely underestimate yeah because i know i have some i have like some friends that are like hot i guess and like brother dms overflowing dog yeah god yeah I, I, need to friends isn't friends isn't guy friends guys guy friends sorry i i forgot to clarify but yeah guy friends yeah I, I mean, 
could you ever see yourself downloading a dating app tim like uh like unironically like and of course is in a world where like you're not with emily but yes i mm, could i yeah. could i definitely could but i think that i wouldn't like just use it like a crazy you know what i mean i wouldn't yeah. use it i don't think i'm the type of person just to, like hook up with someone you know what i mean yeah i think i have to go on like a date with them and like get to know them I, yeah i don't like you know people i don't click with i like being around people that I. well that that's what i'm wondering right it's like i've always been a fan of like meeting people organically i feel like that's everyone's preference right i mean i can't imagine knowing someone who's like oh i prefer the dating app but maybe there are people like i that. think that there's just like the more i've realized out of being outside of like cal state fullerton like during covid and everything yes. that like I was just thinking about it and just talking to people and there's just like not a lot of opportunities. That's what just, I was going to, that's what I was going to ask you. When you're just going into your office yeah. job and you're just like going well, That's out. what I was going to say. He's like, after school, like when can you really meet people? Bars. Like to be completely honest. You have to just go to a bar. And that's not even where like everyone is, right? Like, you just have know, to just, meet people like randomly, just like in like something. I don't know. That's why people join like clubs. Because like, here, here's the thing is like, stories. obviously like I'm in church. So like, church has always been like just like the main i think it's bars like I but think for that, like people, people who aren't know. in church like where do you meet people man i think it's bars i think like right now yeah. there's like hundreds of people at the bars right now like around us like that are meeting people like just like right now on a wednesday wow and that's what they do because emily when she turned 21 you know she was doing that for a bit where she was going to like bars and stuff with yeah. like her girlfriends and, and there's like just ton of guys ton of girls out of the bar every day wow at the bars yeah Cause, cause I feel like there's, you know, there's people who like meet on dating apps and they have, they actually get married and stuff like that. And it's like, I know because, people who have been dating for like you know, years that met yeah. on dating apps Be yeah. because it's like their argument is like, well, there's literally like after school, like when do you meet people? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Cause in, on TV, it's like you always meet at work, but that's not realistic, huh? No. Yeah. Yeah. Because work, work you is very different from actual you. At least depends on your job, I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't want to date someone at work, I think. That'd be weird. Yeah. Too complicated. Yeah. I would rather just download a dating app and just find people like that than date my coworkers, I feel like. Yeah, bro. And ain't no one falling for my day, daycare persona. So, uh, <laughs> it's a little different. We don't want no Epstein case here, Noah. No, no. No Epstein. No, I'm talking no. about like other You're in a church no too, Epstein. so you better be careful what you say. You know, people don't trust that church, you know church daycare that's not a good <laughs> oh, that's not a good uh combo <laughs> right i was there. talking about um, there's like, a history behind other, okay you can't say i know what you meant i know you can't say the church daycare i know what you meant and talk about i know what you meant i'm talking about co-workers man oh my god i know no i know i'm just i'm yeah. just messing with you I mean, he'll tell us they're coworkers. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're in a daycare that you are. I mean, are we gonna gloss over that? Like, it's like you know, church, the church. Oh wait, what about with, it? Dealing with oh, little kids. Geez. Why is there something wrong with that? You don't know about the church and dealing with little kids. Oh well, that's a Catholic. I feel like. You think it's Catholic? I feel like Christian. It, it Christian been, guys. It has been more in the Catholic scene. I don't know. I think the priests, you know, they made it, they I, made a name for themselves. What they can did. We say? I they think did. that you're actually probably what people want because I think it's more like the old priest that's like the problem, not like the Yikes, not like dude. the intern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like the um, younger person. When this uh, probably like while we're on this topic, and I know I've asked you this before, but it's like, do you like how long do you? Are you the kind of person who like wants to get married like later or earlier mm. in life? Because I feel like you're you're in a relationship right now where she could actually be like 
your potential spouse you know what i'm saying yeah um i'm honestly not even sure Mm -hmm. i want to be i mean i want to be on my own and like have my own place and be like completely financially independent before i think about that personally Mm -hmm. right and probably some time after that happens and so for me i think that's my timeline is that i want to make sure that i could just be you know, I can't be married and living with my parents. Like, I can't even right, be. Right. I, that has to be such a past thing to be like, oh, you remember when I used to live at home? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like probably like a year after moving out, maybe two years after moving out when I'm like established. And I feel like, yeah. So, I think probably after 25. Yeah. Is what I'd say. So, five years from now, maybe a little less. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, obviously I'm like not in your position, but I mean, I've always like, I don't know, like admired people who could get married earlier rather than later, but I agree with you. I don't want to be married and living with my parents. Yeah. I will say that. I I honestly probably, I don't know if anyone would be, to be honest though. You know, I don't think that's anyone's goal. It's Um, just hard in the town we live in. I also think that social, I think that social pressure is going to be a big factor too, where it's like, I think that once my friends start getting married, you know, it is like or that, that huh? vibe. Yeah. I think it's a lot of social pressure is what I think. Yeah. Like it's from, like if, if dude, if Julian, me, Chance, Danny, everyone's getting married, like you're going to get married. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. going to be, a th- it's just going to happen. Yeah. For me, it's like, if she's the one, then like, why wait? That's how I see it. And it's also like, I've always felt like there's no you're never going to be like ready for marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like the kids thing. It's like, there's, yeah. you're never going to feel like I am 100% ready to commit to this. Like, but once you're in that, like 80% committing, yeah. like you just do it. And then I think a lot of it also has to do with kids is like, I don't, I want to like, you know, have like an empty nester stage and I want to be able to like have a grandparent stage, you know, like if you ha- wait to have kids, if you wait to get married late, you have kids late. And then it's like, you're basically like dying off almost like when your kids are like are old, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I see that also. And I, but I, but I also see like the appeal of like working super hard in your twenties and then like your early thirties, you just have a shit ton of money and you just travel places. Oh, hundred percent. And then you wait till like mid thirties to have kids. Like I Ooh, see that. Mid, path. I see that appeal, but I think it's like, it's risky, man. You don't even know if you're like, gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of harder to conceive in the mid thirties. I don't I mean, know. I heard that like it, it's not as bad as some people say for some. some yeah. For it, well, obviously it depends on the couple. And I think like there's situations where like you get married early, have kids early and it turns out crap or other way around. You wait till you're 35. It turns out crap. Like you just seriously, right. It depends on like all these factors, like your job, where you live, your yeah. marriage, all this stuff. Right. So I feel so bad for people who have kids in like, their early 20s or like you know right now can you imagine like having a kid no <laughs> obviously obviously <laughs> i don't know what you, you can do. kind of imagine it with nicholas you know what i mean oh well no well i think it's different when it's like your brother and like I'm oh still well, obviously dependent. it's different but you can you have closer oh, like, to an imagination than like most people do oh i mean i because guess you're like, like around a kid all the time i just feel like if i had a kid right now i just feel so bad for like my parents because i I like can't take care of the kid like as well as I want to because I'm trying to like get settled on my own feet right now too, you know? So Yeah. That'd be very soggy. And I'm just So you just I, leave her? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you'd say, uh 
I don't want to say don't keep it, but you know, babe, if you if something bad happened to the baby, you know, some no, you say action. you say I'm out, peace, up to you. That's what Nathan <laughs> would say. I'm gone. Just it's just block number, bro. It's just silence. It's a trip to the store, right? <laughs> babe, I'm I'm gonna go get some milk. <laughs> no, please, please, baby. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, I Sophie. I feel like it. I don't know, man. It's weird to think about that stuff but i just wanted to ask you because like, I, th- I thought of it because someone in my class has a kid mm. and they had to bring them to class like oh. multiple times and i'm like that's rough that's rough they are older though i think they are in their like mid-20s but the kid is like five or six so man just math that can be done yeah ah uh. yeah that sucks, right? I mean, our our college has like a daycare. Oh, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this too, Tim. Science Chicago has a daycare. How long do you have to date someone before you think you can marry them? I have no idea. I think that in the adult world, I have no idea because yeah. I really have never done Obviously. it. Obviously. But I think that if I was to guess, yeah, a year to a year and a half, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little longer than that. If you're, if you're actually like... Looking for independent marriage. too. Yeah, independent, like, like looking if, for if, a spouse to settle yeah, down with. If you're, yeah, if, I, if I'm like 25 and I have like my own place and my own life and everything, mm-hmm. probably like a year, year and a half. Yeah, you know, okay. I don't think I don't think letting it settle for that long is a good idea. Like I think that's yeah. like a good amount. Of yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Dang, this is one of these podcast episodes we'll like revisit when we're like old and stuff, and then. But we'll like I have no idea. It. I literally have no idea. No, no, no. I mean. It's not not to see. I think sometimes you know. that like a year goes by like so quick too, where it's like you know sometimes it's like, oh shoot. Well, that's why I want to document it is like just to, you know, just to see what yeah. actually happens. I, sp- I don't know. I feel like after like everything opened up since COVID, and I've been going to school in person. I feel like time has been moving and like times too, but also I feel like so much has been happening. So it's like really weird to think about. Like, I feel like the last time we recorded a podcast was like simultaneously, like it went by so fast, but also feels like so much has happened since then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like things are starting to pick back up, or at least for me, where I'm like always doing something now and it's just like, it's nice actually. I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, I... Do you yeah. feel the same way or I guess not going to school is it a little different? Um, not going to school is a little different. Uh how's work going too? Are you still um is it almost over? I already finished it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. I mean put in my hours, so it was nice. Uh I, I, I honestly feel like it's been I don't know, it feels kinda weird like not being in school, especially like when Sophia comes over and she's like doing class like at my house and I'm like, wow, I like forgot. You're just a deadbeat. You're like, I, for- <laughs> I forgot. You've been doing like, a lot of like school-esque stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's, but I forgot like, you know, what it feels like having like the Zoom teacher and then like all that like stuff. I'm like, oh, I mean, obviously I didn't forget, you know, but it's like, oh yeah. I'm like, dang, like it's really been a, a hot minute since I've been like at a class like that. And and I want to hear like stories about like, like for instance, like I think someone in her class got COVID and they're like, someone oh my in my gosh. class got COVID and they didn't even tell us until a week later when we already yeah. had two other class sessions with Sophia was like a few days later. So it's like, it's just like weird. Like 
to think that you guys are like in class because i like didn't and everyone's wearing a mask and yeah. it's like interesting because i haven't experienced class since Bro. before covid you know what i'm saying like in-person per- class so what happened was is that our professor like we we have an in-person class and she wears her mask and then one day we had our class online because it's kind of like everything's still online but we go in person you know what i mean because yeah. she hasn't like fully transitioned which i actually like that um but she took her mask off for the zoom meeting i had i didn't even know what her face looked like at all i had no idea what she looked like i'd never seen her face some of my classmates, for the first like two weeks of class, I had no idea what they looked like until we hung out after class one time, and it was like, and then I saw their face. So weird, so weird, because like you imagine them like looking different too. Like my professor, I was like, I'm still thrown off when I see her like face. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Well, I'll, dude, Scott Sakamoto. Holy well, I've crap! Only, dude. I've only known what he looks like without a mask. That was on. so, dude. Like one day, I like came in like early, and he had like the face shield on instead of the mask and he's like, eating an apple or something and i was like yo this fool uglier than i thought he was bro really <laughs> that's crazy Holy i've only known Savage. i've only known i've only known him without the mask yeah well <laughs> that mask is doing him some favors well bro. damn masks are good for ugly people i agree wow. dude i'm thankful honestly. i'm speaking as one of them uh, just clarify you had but, that ugly face in the gym that you were covering up with the mask for a while right yeah Dude, I kind of feel my ugly current face. When you told me that when we went to fitness 19 and you said, oh, like I wear a mask because I don't like the face I make during the gym when I'm working out. I was like, that's weird. I don't understand that. Now at Cal State Fullerton, we we have to wear masks. And like next month, they might like remove the mask mandate. And I feel like I'm like, wait, my face that I make when I'm lifting. It's like it's like you feel like naked almost with your workout face. I'm going to definitely feel naked. Like when say take the masks off because like when i'm working out like it's kind of nice to have your face covered mm-hmm. when you're like like as hard as you can yeah it is nice that's yeah. cute man i miss the gym dude i'm glad you've been going i don't like i don't like i don't like i don't like talking about i don't like talking crazy. about the gym man uh, i haven't been going makes, at makes all makes me mad that you can't go to it yeah my Big back's mad. i do how much do you regret doing those arm wrestling stuff dude I've said this multiple times. It's my biggest regret of this year. Wow. Biggest regret. Dude, By I'm, a long dude we're going to have some fun podcasts coming up too because we're going to do the Spotify wrapped. I'm so excited for that. We're going to do like end of the year stuff. We still have to play the No Longer Strangers game too. We've got a game lined up to play. I still have to rank your music. It was it crossed my mind today. I was like, I don't even, I've, I've I got to rank your music that. still. Hopefully we could have. Uh, I opened up my Spotify public. I did see that. Thank you very much for that. Um, I, I actually ex- opened up public, and then I thought you were going to notice because I was actually listening to your album like coincidentally. Or oh, I didn't even notice because I don't have my computer on that much. No, like, I knew I knew yeah. that it was like a long shot for you to see. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of that, like also when the EP comes out, like being able to do a podcast on that. When is the EP coming out? Who knows? <laughs> Definitely oh. not this year anymore. Oh, okay. Slow. Dang. I'd say maybe now, like, maybe, like, early next year. I would love to do, like, a cringe challenge one day on the podcast, too, where, like, we play, like, cringy song or, like, I a cringy can't. video. I can't, man. And I you just can't. have to watch I can't it. do that. Oh, I can't. You know how, like, I hung out with Trista that one day mm. for, like, five hours? Oh, my God. Literally, oh, this is some tea. They, they literally, like, me, um... Me, Ian, Trista, and Mikey. They Is it the same Trista that I know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They all wanted to watch um, 
the Coca-Cola dunk contest. So I literally had to like sit there. It was like the most awkward thing ever. I hated it. Wow. The what dunk contest? Nothing. Better off left unsaid. Some things are better left unsaid, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, we got stuff coming up. Stuff coming up. I man. really am excited to see your Spotify wraps because I know that like ours is going to be completely different this year. I think mine's going to be either Juice World or Kid Leroy as my number one because I listen to Kid Leroy way too much. Oh my gosh, but I'm so glad me and Soph got tickets, dude, to see Kid Leroy in February. So excited. Oh my gosh. I'm excited for Oliver Tree. Like, oh yeah. You always <laughs> forget about Oliver Tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> you seem excited. Very excited. Dude, Oliver Tree is dope. I don't know why you're... You have Oliver Tree tickets? Yeah. That's so sick. I think they're I still for Oliver sale. Tree. You want to go? They're 50 bucks total 50 after, bucks? Fees. after fees. It's Not 45, bad, I think. I don't, actually. The thing is, I just don't listen to him enough. Really? I, I think that like the music and the character is like super interesting, but I've, I haven't like sat down and really listened to like his catalog. You should. It's really good. I listen to like Alien Boy all the time. That one's really good. But his but whole like, catalog, every song is really dynamic and I interesting. I fell down to earth. Yeah. I, that's dope. Dude, play the 1998 dun, dun. This starting song dun, to the album. That song's fire. And then every song's so, so different. I'm really into SOS right now, his song. It's like SOS something. It's really good. Um, Yeah, but... I, we got to wrap this up because I literally got to go to the gym tomorrow. So, like, I'm going to bed, like, right now. So, yeah. For show. Sure. You want to say any, uh, anything what time else? What is it? Is it late? 9.40. Oh. I go um, to bed at 10 normally. I just want to say uh, thanks to everyone who's still listening to this stupid podcast. Um, Hell, yeah. Honestly, it would be cool if, like, this thing still exists, like, many years from now. Like, I feel like it's insane to me that, like this thing is like witness like so much has it been it's been over two years right the podcast yeah we started it like february like 2019 so it's already been like we're approaching like even three years like next february that's stupid yeah but uh thanks for listening no no